0: Welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of BeSocial. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to break down how they've grown a business through their social footprint. Join us by following along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Follow Me Podcast. I am Allie. And I am just so refreshed and feeling good. I had a fun few days in Cabo with some of my best friends. So I just feel so relaxed, right, Natalie? Um, and next week I go to Nashville for the CMAs. So I am so, so excited for that. Um, all around good week. Um, and we have such a fun guest on today. She is not only a close friend of mine, but a client of Be Social. So super excited to chat with her. Uh, but first we're going to get into what we saw on the internet. And again, I think we're really just into the streaming things. We talked about this last week with, um, Apple Plus. Disney now has Disney Plus. They're coming into the game. And why this is so exciting, I think, for millennial females especially, is Lizzie McGuire's back. And that just means a lot for all of us. I feel like I grew up with her, and now she's back in my life, and I'm super excited. Um, So that's kind of what we saw on the internet this week. Um, And this episode... I think this is the perfect episode to listen to if you are a beauty guru, you want to start a YouTube channel, a beauty brand. Sona does it all. She not only is this huge digital influencer, but she has such a successful brand, cosmetic brand that she started. Um, So really getting into the beauty of business, being an influencer and brand owner and what that means and all the challenges that come with it Um, and we also get into makeup tricks and tips because honestly Sona looks amazing everywhere she goes and it's so effortless and simple so I definitely pick her brain a little bit on that so hope you enjoy it Sona Gasparian is an Armenian beauty blogger YouTube personality and entrepreneur she is professionally trained as a makeup artist and has made it her personal mission to share her passions and expertise with her highly engaged audience. In addition to her blog and YouTube, Sona also has her own cosmetics line, Persona. Most recently, Sona has made a name for herself in the fashion space as she shares her carefree West Coast influence style on her social channels. I am so excited to hear Sona. Let's do this. Alright, welcome Sona. I'm so excited you're here today. And Maddie is joining us. Maddie is one of the talent managers here at BeSocial and she works on Sona's account. So I feel like we're going to have really good
1: convos today. Right, girls?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Maddie's nervous. <laughs>
1: no, I'm so excited. I feel like I have a good um, talking voice sometimes oh, because <laughs> it sounds like a man. So I feel like my voice on like radio yeah. is good. Yeah. I agree with you.
0: Okay. We start every episode the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We ask you, what is your first Instagram post?
2: Um, so my first Instagram post was of my client because I was doing makeup at the time and I would only post photos of my clients just to like show my work so I don't remember the person's name did we did
0: you have this question prior because I feel like most people don't know the answer
2: really no I didn't but because that's just how I started my Instagram that's how I sort of started all my social accounts I feel like I wonder how many likes this has it has 33 likes I
1: know I was gonna say that's a
2: lot my Instagram photo yeah oh wait you see it yeah I have it up She's like, it's like a wedding. Oh, my gosh, yes. I thought I might have deleted it, but I guess I kept it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So this was in 2011. So at that time,
2: what were you doing? I was doing freelance makeup so, I was a freelance makeup artist and I was also working at my brother's insurance agency called no. GM Insurance. It's wow. I didn't know it's that. Did you know around? that, mm, yeah. Shout out I to GM add Insurance. That to your bio. <laughs> you were like an insurance agent? Yeah. So, I had both all my insurance licenses life insurance, car insurance, all wow. that jazz. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. I should have come to you for a lot of questions that I yeah. had about my insurance. <laughs> at least she's
0: not doing that anymore.
1: But no. <laughs> no. Jack of all trades.
0: Wow. Okay. So you're focusing on your like makeup artistry. Yeah. Is that the right word? And so you were a lic- licensed makeup artist? Or yeah. How does I that went work? to
2: school for it. So I was certified. Okay. Um, I was a certified makeup artist. I went to MUD, makeup designery. And worked at MAC for like the uh, MAC counter. Yeah, I worked at what's the second busiest location in LA. So it was which really is? it was Northridge. Okay. Macy's inside of a Macy's and it was so busy, which was great cuz I got to learn so much and I got to play with so many different skin types, skin tones, which kind of helped me also you know, know exactly how to correct dark circles and how to correct pimples and mm-hmm. pigmentations and all of that stuff which I feel like you don't necessarily learn in school so okay. that was that was really cool how long is makeup artist school it's only like a month if you want to do beauty okay. um, but if you want to do the whole thing and it, it could be up to like four or five months something like that which is like um prosthetics hair all that okay And so you were just, like, getting
0: clients, like, wedding clients, friends of friends. Like, how did you start building this, like, portfolio of people?
2: So I started, obviously, with just my friends and family, and then, this is a really funny story, but I used to work at Forest Lawn, which is a mortuary. No, you did not. I did. And you did makeup
0: on the dead people. No,
2: I didn't, but that's what everyone assumed. So (laughs) I I was, like, really young, obviously, at the time, but I uh, was working at the flower shop as a flower receptionist, so, like, it wasn't anything crazy i never saw a dead person or anything like that but um we had a lot of free time and Uh i would do makeup on all of my friends because we all just became friends and uh, and then every, all the girls were like, why don't you do this as a job? Because you're so good at mm-hmm. it. And I would totally pay you $40 for this. And <laughs> I just made up this number. Your random rate And I was like, okay, let me try this. So I started, you know, charging $40 at the time. And then it went up to $50. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I can't take brides because I'm not certified. And I should probably go to school. And that's where I went to school. I went to school and got certified and all that good stuff. <laughs> and you <laughs> oh got taught gosh. classes after that,
1: right? I did, well. yeah.
2: I, I taught at the, I think it was called the Art Institute. It was like a theater school. And I taught makeup um, to kids who wanted to, you know, learn makeup.
1: How long did you do that?
2: Not long. I went, well, actually almost a year, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And they were paying you to do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was only twice a week though. So it was just like a $40. (laughs) Probably something like that.
0: (laughs) Which is crazy. Um, How did you start like the digital end of your business? So you posted this post in 2011 on Instagram. And then how did it all grow from there?
2: So I started with a Facebook fan page. Do you guys remember those? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. That was like what you needed to have was like a Facebook fan
1: page. And I feel like they're taking off again right now. You are do? They? Yeah, they're building these like really big communities on Facebook.
2: Well, it's like paid like to play groups? though, so you have no to- Facebook groups.
1: Yes, oh. I promise.
2: No oh. Facebook groups are huge. We have one, a secret group for Persona, which we'll get into. Oh, but oh. we have like fifteen hundred people. It's very cool because they help a lot with like product development and like just things oh, that are so they're smart. so involved with because this you know obviously Persona is a very community driven brand. Yeah, and so I do think that Facebook groups are big, but fan pages i feel like i have like seventy five thousand followers on my fan page mm-hmm. but the reach is so low that i'm just like there's no because you have
0: to boost now to, you for have people to pay to see it. yeah
2: exactly so um but yeah the groups are really cool i never had a group i had a fan page which at the time it was all organic so yeah. once you posted mm-hmm. everyone would see and it. and what were you posting on there just like it, pretty makeup it was just all my work yeah it was okay. never of myself at the time it was just my work and um, people would just discover me that way and, mm-hmm. and book me for weddings and stuff. And then I was like, well, I kind of need a website to just have it be a little bit more professional so that it's not like a Facebook fan page, yeah. which is where my web- website at the time came about. I turned that into my blog, but mm-hmm. I was getting, um, 10,000 hits a day on my website. Wow. Whoa. And when you search from your Facebook page, no, just from people searching makeup artist Los Angeles, no. because that was my like header. I don't oh, remember the how it SEO. worked. Yeah. Like SEO yeah. was big back then. Wow. this was like wow. 2010, 2011. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, when you searched makeup artist Los Angeles, I was the second organic page and I would be booked like back to back from 5 a.m. till sometimes 7 p.m. with three assistants like it was crazy I was one of the like probably most known makeup artists at the time in LA for bridal work which was really cool and yeah yeah it was but it was so hard because you're always on your feet and Mm -hmm. no matter how many assistants you have you still have to like do the Mm -hmm. work you know so I got tired of that after a while so when YouTube came about I feel like that was like my sort of transition into that Uh you know So
0: what did that look like? You're like, I'm just going to film myself doing makeup and post it.
2: So, okay. Website was huge. Facebook fan page was huge. And I just was like, you know what, kind of catching on to this whole social media thing working. And so when YouTube came about, I just remember loving it so much as just like a viewer. And I remember watching Michelle Phan all the time Mm -hmm. and Lisa Eldridge. And I just would just watch them and be like, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do this. Yeah. And, um, A friend of mine at the time, Tenny, who had a YouTube channel, she was like, do you want to come on my channel and like do makeup on me? And I was like, sure, I'll do it. And so I guess that was like the beginning of it. I did makeup on her for her YouTube channel and kind of like fell in love with it and decided to start my own.
1: And so did you just,
2: like, go out and buy a camera and just, like, in your house? Well, I was kind of broke. I mean, I wasn't broke, but... You're broke from all your... No, no, I wasn't broke. $40 makeup. I should say I was broke, but I remember my brother buying me my first camera. It was a Canon T3i, and it was, like, the coolest thing at the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... Yeah, I just kind of set my – I mean, obviously, I kind of learned trick, tips and tricks from Tenny and, like, seeing how she does her videos, and she also helped me if I needed help, and I kind of just diy everything, yeah. you know, at, at the time. Who
0: were the big YouTubers in beauty then? I in mean – And what I mean, year was this? Oh,
2: shit. I don't know. What year was this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 2013? Oh, like five, maybe it was, like, six years ago. What is that?
1: 2014?
2: 2013, 2014. Yeah, it was around 2014, I wanna say. Okay. Um, it was, Michelle Phan was like yeah. huge, so big. Yeah, I, I remember. remember just being obsessed with her. Um, and yeah, not a lot of artists. I wanna say I was one of the first artists, Yeah, because it was
0: more so people who were just, like, into makeup but not actually traditional artists in the space.
2: Definitely. It was, like, more just girls sharing their tips and tricks, which I honestly thought it was the coolest thing ever, which is why when I first started my channel, I wanted to make sure that it was kind of geared towards women sitting at home and doing their makeup and wanting to learn tips and tricks. So I didn't want to bring in models and stuff, so I wanted to – just do the makeup on myself so I did follow that kind of traditional YouTube yeah you know Whatever it's called, setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which I think format. Is, format. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: interesting because as we have been talking more about how we're kind of continuing and pivoting your brand, we always talk about how you are different from a lot of the other YouTubers in the space. Mm-hmm. In that you were traditionally trained, and yeah. that's exactly what you're saying. Like this is why you wanted to start your channel, and like we're still kind of like building off of that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people now have YouTube, but it's more just like a passion of theirs. Right. You like know why everything happens and the the different steps that you're taking and different brushes you're using Mm
2: And I think that's why I had viral videos at the time because it was cool, I think, for people to see a makeup artist's point of view at the time, at least. So Mm -hmm. um, I remember the first viral video was a makeup, uh, it was a bridal makeup I did on Tenny. So I was doing her makeup and like showing the step-by-step on how I do makeup on my brides. Yeah. And I think it has like 5 million views now. But then after that, it was like, how to look beautiful with no makeup on. And I think that one's at 10 million views. And it just went on and on. And I think, honestly, looking back, I think that was the main reason is because people wanted to learn from a pro, uh-huh. but that wasn't super intimidating or, yeah, you know, I was still friendly and very, very yeah, achievable. I guess yeah. my looks were very achievable.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. So you're getting these like... 10 million views on these videos. Mm-hmm. What's happening from there? Like brands emailing you? Like oh. how did you like turn this into oh. a business?
2: Yeah, so so I was still doing insurance and I was still doing... No. It, I swear. <laughs> I love the insurance. <laughs> I was doing insurance. I was... Um, Still doing makeup on the weekends because I was making a lot of money at the time. I mean, and it's so funny. I don't know why, but most people would pay cash, and then I realized I need to get like a credit card thing. And it was yeah. what was the little white thing called? Square. 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 I don't yeah. know if that's still around, but anyway, um, where was I going with this?
0: <laughs> like, how did yeah. you take it to a bit like a business? How yeah. did you monetize it?
2: So I was doing insurance. I was doing makeup on the weekends, and I was filming basically any free time I had I would film so I didn't have a social life I didn't I really didn't hang out with friends or anything, which was kind of funny because I ended up losing some friends because they wouldn't understand why yeah. I wasn't available. That happened to me when I was like starting my business too. Yeah. Cause you're so busy at yeah. the end of the day. And yeah. I was also I wasn't like depressed, but I just was so lost and mm-hmm. I wanted to find a purpose. I didn't want to just get married and a lot of my friends at the time were getting married and not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just I looked at that and I was like, I don't want my life just to be that and I want to yeah. figure something out on my own and I think that made me work harder and
1: <laughs> I'm smiling because I'm like oh so inspirational yes I don't need to be married yeah, <laughs> I know no we it's don't need true
2: that. but and you're married
1: now so no
2: I got married way later but yeah um but so then I met Kaz and mm-hmm. he was like what do you do and I was telling him and I didn't tell him that I have a YouTube channel because I was so embarrassed and then he somehow found out because a mutual friend of ours uh, you just googled your name, I'm sure. I don't know how and then finally he was and finally I told him I have five thousand followers on YouTube. Yeah, she and feels he like thought he thought I was like the coolest person. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he like an engineer or something? Yeah, he was a mechanical engineer working yeah. at I don't know where, but it was like aerospace. The fact that he cared is <laughs> yeah, he was just like, you have five thousand people following you. That's huge. I was like, really? That's like not that great compared yeah. to Michelle Phan. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so then I was like, maybe I need to take this whole insurance thing more seriously because realistically, I can't be on my feet all weekend long. You like, mean YouTube? No insurance. Oh,
0: so you were like, no YouTube? Even no, no. I was because I,
2: I thought YouTube was just like a fun thing. Okay, you, know? you didn't realize you could make I, money. I really didn't realize okay. at the and time. And was YouTube
1: compensating their creators at the time
2: no it was like I mean it's just like now right the CPM of the AdSense right Right. yeah it wasn't much I mean you weren't making that much money on AdSense so yeah so I went on a few interviews to kind of take the whole insurance thing a bit further and it was like the pay was better whatever Mm -hmm. and then I remember just being like this is not what I want to do because I remember the interview just was like so corporate and I just hated it but then on my way home I talked to Kaz and he was like how did the interview go and I was like well I don't know I just you know it is what it is and he was like I really don't think you should do it you should just do what you're doing a little bit longer and because you have so much love and passion for it I feel like something will come of it you know yeah and, yeah, I just kind of continued doing what I was doing, juggling all the jobs that I had mm-hmm. at the time. And then I, I can't remember the first email, but I did get an email. I want to say it was from, like, Maker Studios. At yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to sign me, and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? It was like, an MCN, right? yeah. yeah. So, and I remember the contract was kind of, like, intense. Yeah. And so I had Kaz help me with that, and, um... Yeah, we ended up signing with them. And the first job maybe was through them. It was like a nail polish brand. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a Sephora nail polish thing that I did. On your YouTube? On my YouTube. But, you know, again, it was so new that I didn't know how to... I didn't know that I could have a voice because it was my channel. And I could have said no, like the things that we do now. We right. say no yeah. most yeah. of the time that we say yes. But at the time, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. So I'm they sure. basically commercialized this this campaign and it literally looked like a TV commercial right. on my YouTube channel which I feel like was such a mistake at the time were the views really low on it no the views were fine because again it was my first one and, and I think my subscribers were excited about it but it just wasn't the right direction mm-hmm. which I realized quickly thankfully yeah. and switched and I just stopped taking things like that so anytime that they would want me to go into a studio and film I would automatically decline and yeah. it was just I would only take product integrations basically if I like the product and I feel like that really helped for the long run I guess right
0: was that first campaign like were you like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm getting paid this
2: yeah it was crazy it was like thousands of dollars I remember it was yeah it was pretty cool and I mean, again, I had not. i mean, Maker, it was, like, something that they brought on. But still, I thought it was really cool.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting noting that the first campaign was essentially a commercial rather than an integration. Yeah, it was a commercial. Because I think that's also indicative of the time that it was, where it was, Mm -hmm. like, a brand would come to you and reach out and say, hey, we want to pay you to promote our nail polish, but we want it to be exactly this. We want you to say these five points. You have to show the nail polish this way. And now it's like— We're coming to you Mm -hmm. because you're the expert and you know your audience.
2: There there were probably 30 people on set for that commercial. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. And then you had to post that on your channel. Yeah, I mean, you would never do that now. I would never do that now, you know. Was Instagram... There yet? It was, but it wasn't big for me. I was still kind of posting uh, client work and yeah. right. and then of course my YouTube videos and stuff. I would say go watch my videos, you know, yeah. post a photo and drive. At it.
0: what point were you? Obviously, YouTube was big for you. Facebook was big for you. At what point were you like, oh, I need to work on my Instagram and focus on that?
2: Hmm. I want to say it was at least. Maybe a year or two after YouTube. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cause brands were asking. No, you it about wasn't about that. brands.
2: Okay. I just realized that even myself I was transitioning more towards Instagram because I love visuals and mm-hmm. I was still doing the Facebook fan page thing, but mm-hmm. I was more interested in Instagram at the yeah. time. So
1: Yeah. It's interesting because also at the time I remember you couldn't tag brands on Instagram. I remember in the caption you could say like at sona gasparian right but that was it right. so I, I imagine brands probably weren't even realizing that that was yeah. like an avenue to go down mm-hmm. and you were just like realizing oh this is another great place to kind of yeah. put my work
2: out there well here's how i look at it even today if a platform excites me like right now tiktok excites me so much it does i'm on it i just <gasps> it. I, i'm probably the oldest person on it <laughs> just kidding there are- I saw you
1: posted that the other day yeah. and I was like yes go Sona I,
2: I love it I can spend I mean I spend more time on TikTok than TikTok than Instagram now oh my gosh so, I started one too what's your name I follow it's two my, people it's just Sona Gasparian underscore okay so that's just how I gauge like when Snapchat was a thing like I was mm-hmm. so into it I loved it so much I had a Snapchat fam and a hashtag and everything like that so it was cool I don't
1: even know what a Snapchat fam is
2: yeah it was like Snapchat fam hashtag like they Does would anyone go use like are you doing anything no so i don't right because it got really creepy i was getting phone calls and what? i don't know because oh, your numbers connected to my it? phone numbers connected mm-hmm. and i just got scared and i completely stopped um children use it still yeah mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. It, yeah so i just use tiktok so now. what do you hmm.
0: like what are you posting on tiktok so
2: i so far i just have been posting tutorials because i mean i'm not funny or i mean yeah you know i'm not gonna be goofy because that's not who i am but i just love watching other people's goofy videos yeah but i just thought i would just put some of my tutorials if someone lands on it and wants to watch it why not you know and then are the how are the views not that great (laughs) oh i just turned it on sorry
0: um i'm
1: looking but it's it's cool it's more like
0: dancing like funny yeah you know like how i dress like a guy for halloween the randy and klein thing Uh with I was thinking we create an account for that, and it's just like funny skits for Randy and Klein, and I think it would go crazy. Brilliant. Natalie? Okay. (laughs) <laughs>
2: <I'm> you <sorry. laughs> should totally do you it you could come in and yeah. be
0: whatever man you want to be <laughs> or she can
1: do the makeup to make you a man um, yes. yeah, I, I, I
2: gotta show you guys this video kaz and i made of us dancing later but yeah i mean i would love to do funny things but i'm just like i'm too old for that. I mean, no, you need to get followers that's the thing
0: yeah you are funny people like, don't even put know the how funny you funny are. off of the treadmill put that on yes i love that video
1: <laughs> I could watch that, like, over and over. And I did. And that's one of those good, like, repeat videos where you just keep watching, watching, watching. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Great. So I feel like this is it. We're going to take her brand in this direction, TikTok.
0: (laughs) And people are starting to get paid on TikTok. No Mm -hmm. way. Like, more than YouTube channels. Like, it's crazy. So you, like, focus on it. Wow.
2: Good to know. TikTok and
1: IGTV. You're good at IGTV. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I love those tutorials, both for your makeup and your hair. Thank but you. mostly your hair, which I think is also interesting because yeah. obviously you started out with makeup and now I feel like you're getting into yeah. like hair and fashion and I'm like, yes, go somewhere. Yeah, that. Yeah. I no, agree. Hair
2: has been doing really well.
1: Obviously as a
0: creator, influencer, YouTuber, all the things that you are, you've, always had management helping Mm -hmm. you like for someone listening who might want to be a creator like what do you think about management like do you recommend it and what does that look like for you
2: so I haven't always had management actually um after maker Kaz would manage me and was he your husband then he was my fiance and then we got married really quickly after so yeah and it honestly was amazing because we had direct relationships with the brands and he um, he knew how to negotiate, but if it was just me and I didn't have help, I definitely wouldn't be able to do it. Right. So I think management is important, whether that's outside management or like you have a savvy fam- family member that can help, yeah. whichever it is. But I do think it's important. I don't think you should negotiate your own deals. It's just, I don't know. It's a little weird. because Yeah, you go it's and, uncomfortable. It's weird yeah. to be
1: like, no, no, I'm not going to get 2,000. I need five. Yeah. yeah. Cause
2: it's just, yeah, it's not cute. Right. Um, <laughs> then... I would say the manager you pick, you should vibe with, mm-hmm. obviously. And this is something we talked about when yeah. I first yeah. signed with you. Yeah. Actually, I didn't sign with you, remember? I was like, uh-uh. I what? was scarred. She's I get. was like, we need to try this out, and then I'll sign. You were Oh, like, oh I don't
0: even okay. remember. Really? You were yeah. Like, oh. oh, like we did a trial. We did like a yeah. little trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: then I was like, okay, I'll sign now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we won you over.
2: <laughs> but no, because before you, obviously, I had... And mm-hmm. it, not that they were a horrible management company, but I just didn't vibe with my manager. And yeah. I just, you know, so I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't a thing and I didn't have to be stuck for a year and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Cause I mean,
0: like your management team is really part of like your day to day and mm-hmm. it's like a extension of your
2: team. Well, they're representing you essentially. Yeah. So I don't know what you're saying, you know, yeah. I, so you have to trust them at right. the end of the day. Right. Know? Yeah. No, that's so true.
0: So obviously you're like in the brand space, endorsement space, you have worked with Armani and L'Oreal, and you're doing shoots with Cosmo, like you're killing it in that space. Thank you. At what point,
2: you're very welcome.
0: (laughs) At what point did you feel like you needed something more?
2: And decided to create your own brand, Persona. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, uh-huh. if you will. Um, even just starting my freelance business as a makeup artist. I mean, that was a business of its own, you know? And Yeah. yeah. Uh, I grew up with... My parents were both business owners. My brother, I just like I didn't know any better I guess Mm -hmm. so I knew essentially that my future would be that and so I thought of so many different things and everything was in the beauty space Um, initially I thought I would have my own salon because I was I kind of had a good grasp of how to do makeup how bridal Mm -hmm. the the bridal industry is such a huge industry and at first I thought it would be a salon and then with that a product line but then I thought you know salon requires me to be in LA all the time you know going into the salon and being in charge and I at the time I was traveling with brands and really enjoying YouTube so I decided not to go that route and just start the beauty brand um so yeah that's how it started
0: and what was the process from there like you self-funded this brand yeah for people who don't know starting a beauty brand is extremely expensive and
2: there's a lot that goes into it what was your first step so at, at the time, I mean, we started Persona three years ago and I was already making good money with, you know, mm-hmm. my personal brand and we had saved quite a lot of money. Yeah. And it was kind of, we had a choice of either buying a fancy house or starting mm-hmm. the business and we could have bought a really nice house at the time <laughs> with our savings. <laughs> I'm sure you guys see all the, <laughs> that, <app>. laugh. <laughs> that sounded really cocky, but the yeah. reason why I say that is because, you know, I feel like you have to have some sort of, I don't know, drive and Uh it's 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 a it's definitely risky to say you know what I'm gonna put all my money into a beauty brand Mm -hmm. that might work might not work yeah whereas the house is more of a guarantee right so I feel like it was definitely a risky thing to do but we did talk about it and we were like you know even if this doesn't work I feel like it would be such a great lesson for Mm -hmm. us because I knew at the end of the day that that's what I want to do like I just want to work for myself I want to be an entrepreneur. So I just needed to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. I think once we made that decision, um, Persona was born. It was expensive because we chose probably the most expensive product to launch with, mm-hmm. which is a 12-shade eyeshadow palette. So wow. each shade is its own price, essentially. And then you have to put it in a palette. And oh, wow. we didn't take retail in- retailers into consideration. Obviously, we're at Alta now, 500 stores, mm-hmm. online. So we didn't take that into consideration. So we basically... Priced our product too low, $32 for a luxury um, formula. Okay. And then, of course, again, you live and you learn. And we realized once you go into retail, the margins are cut like crazy and yeah. you need to figure out a way to stay in business, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a learning lesson, but... Um, did you have a consultant, like, helping no. you with
0: the process? Or it just you and Kaz, like... It was just Figuring us. it out. It was just us. Going to labs, manufacturers.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we literally had to Google, like, how to find beauty labs. And, like, we did so much research and found quite a few labs and, and basically interviewed them. Yeah. And it's so funny because at the time, it wasn't that easy to go into like a popular lab and be like, I'm going to start my own brand. But that's pretty much what we did because we didn't know any better. We just like, we were kind of confident in that we were just like, oh, they would meet with us. Why not? Right. Right. So we would just set meetings and we went to a couple labs and landed on, um, this lab that we work with for just eyeshadows is probably the best lab in the U S for eyeshadows. So like all the great eyeshadows you swatch is probably made from this Lab, basically. Yeah, wow. We, yeah, so. And I knew exactly what I wanted. So in our meeting, I was like, can you guys pull the chemist in? Because I want to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's all business people trying to get your account. And you're. Right. I just wanted to make sure we made a good decision. Yeah. And once I talked to the chemist, I was like, all right, we can do this. Yeah. Which
1: also then goes back to why it was really helpful that you were traditionally trained yeah, in makeup. And kind sure. of like understood what went into making an eyeshadow. Yeah. Which, obviously, we wouldn't know if we were trying no, to start a brand. No idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so. where-
0: Where is the brand today, Persona? So you sell online, you're in Ulta. Like, how is it doing overall?
2: I mean, we're growing, we're expanding. We're definitely taking our time when it comes to just, you know, distribution because I feel like, we're a community driven brand, that's how it all started. I didn't get into how it all started, but basically the first product, the identity palette was made for brown eyes. And the reason why is because it goes back to YouTube and my tutorials, but I remember posting makeup for brown eyes and that video going viral. And mm. I just found that there was such a need for a specific tutorial for brown eyes. Cause I feel like, I feel like well, more than 55% of the population has brown eyes, but really? there's nothing like specific for yeah. them. Yeah. So I felt like my tutorials were really helping them in finding colors that would work and enhance their eye color. And honestly, like my community at the time would go nuts over these types of videos and they would just appreciate it so much. And it made me so excited to just start my own, you know? Mm -hmm. So the identity palette was designed to enhance brown eyes and it was different at the time and really cool. It's a neutral palette. You can wear it for, you know, you guys all have it, right? Mm -hmm. So.
0: (laughs) I don't have it. What?
1: I do. And I, use I like don't have brown eyes though. Oh, yeah.
2: But still, it works for all oh. eye colors. But yeah. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> so the, there was definitely something different about it, which I felt like was appreciated. Yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I think that's really unique, like positioning yeah. and something different out there. For sure.
2: And then um, in terms of growing, yeah, we want to take our time, we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we're able to handle the growth because we since we are a community driven brand which means basically they help with product development we engage with them like basically eight hours a day Mm -hmm. you know no comment goes like unanswered and all of that stuff it just it needs to we need to scale scale in a way where we can sustain that yeah if that makes sense so um we're in talks this year we'll probably grow into more areas that yeah. I can't talk about yet. But yeah. yeah,
0: no, that's really exciting. I mean, being in that position to have those types of conversations means you're doing something right. So. Yeah.
1: And her lip glosses are literally my most favorite lip glosses. Thank Truly, you. I feel like I'm your number one fan. <laughs> I know I'm not, but I think that I am because it's the only gloss that I use, all of the different shades. And I always post about it and I always tell people about it. It's not so sticky cute. and it has really good pigment. Is that the right word? Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, thank you. It's sheer. It's infused with lots of oils, like avocado oil, shea butter, almond oil. So um, when you put it on, it just feels kind of like a oil. Yeah. And nourishing. Yeah. So I will make sure you get some. I still can't believe you don't have any. I can lend you some of mine. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if I want to <laughs> use those. So I have any new ones.
0: Um, well, that's so, I mean, that is so exciting. I feel like you're, you're killing it. And then so many people like you who started like digital first, like YouTube or Instagram are now creating their own brands. What do you think about this like spike in creation of brands and
2: Yeah. what is your advice to those people? Well, I definitely think it's become more of a trend. Uh, I feel like three years ago it was less of a trend and it was more people starting it from like there was a purpose and a why. And a lot of the brands that are I'm not saying all, but of course a lot of them. I feel like I look at it and I'm like why? I don't see the why. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. see the why. You know, like yeah. when I when we launched the Identity Palette there was a specific why, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, so I hope that they can really pay attention to that because what if it's not what if it's in the beauty space but it's not necessarily makeup? Like it might be a it might be something that helps with dark circles, it might be something mm-hmm. that helps with discoloration or it's skincare, or it's hair. I don't know, whatever it is, just like really think about it and figure out how you can change the the space, I guess. So figure out your why before you start it. Okay. Such
1: good advice because I feel like a lot of times people, as you said, are following the trends and are like, oh, I see a lot of other YouTubers creating their own makeup brands. I'm going to do this too. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a real passion and purpose and reason as to why you're doing it, I think it's hard to kind of like continue to be excited and for your audience to want to buy in because at the end of the day, those are the people that you're like really targeting, right?
2: Yeah. And of course, like some of the viral YouTubers or is that Mm -hmm. what they're called? Like A list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a viral YouTuber. Yeah.
2: I mean, some of the bigger YouTubers, like they have such a strong community that whatever they launch, their community will support because they love them, Mm -hmm. which is, I guess, a reason enough. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you don't have a big following and you really want to start something, I would definitely think about that before. Yeah.
0: Any business, it's like Any. make sure, look at the why. I mean, yeah. It's like a really good piece of advice. Thank you, Sona. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're almost wrapping up, but we're going to go into rapid fire questions oh, first. Okay. So answer just like one word, a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> one beauty product you can't live without
2: identity palettes. oh my gosh other than your own no but I could have said identity two which is our latest launch and I could be pushing that but genuinely identity one is is my favorite I guess you did create what you really needed so that makes sense
0: um one beauty brand that lives up to the
2: hype Hmm. let me think about this you know what I'm going to go with is clinicals uh, oh is it yes. IS or is it IS it's IS because I used to say IS and they DM'd me about it oh, oh it's IS clinical okay kind of I've saying. been saying IS I love their
0: stuff that's like their active serum or what oh,
2: their everything is mm-hmm.
1: amazing in the blue bottle
0: mm-hmm. yeah I use
2: their face like
0: cleanser too yeah
2: and PCA too PCA is great oh I don't but use yeah, their stuff I have that if you have acne prone skins I'm really good mm. okay um
0: Tips for someone who wants to start their own brand. I feel like we already talked about yeah, this. Mm-hmm. So know your why. Know your why before you start. Okay. If you could do one celebrity's makeup, who would it be?
2: Oh, I did Drew Barrymore's, which was so Oh, hard. I remember that. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, hmm.
0: Didn't
1: you do Kim K too?
2: No, I wish, but no, I didn't. I'd be too intimidated. She did. Um, did something for
0: KKW,
1: oh, but Kim KKW. wasn't there. Oh, KKW. Mm-hmm.
2: Kim wasn't there, unfortunately. <laughs> Ugh,
1: that would have been cool. I would have yeah. died.
2: But I would be so intimidated to do her makeup.
1: I feel like she's so particular. Yeah.
2: Could you do, like, the makeup that she likes? Yeah, but, like, I think I can. Yeah. I mean, I can't do it as good as Mario, probably, but yeah, like, I could do a good job. so good.
0: <laughs> so I actually have a question about, like, eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm making mine look like tadpoles, and I don't like it. I need them to be, like, arched, and, like, I need to have, like, they need to look good. What do I do?
2: microneedling do you need it no you haven't no i really full brows i just feel like i'm like when i'm coloring them and i need to like arch up or something like that how do you shape your brows with makeup so i use some sort of a colored eyebrow gel kind of like a boy brow or whatever that's similar and then i go in after that with a pencil and kind of uh Fill it, in. fill it in fill in the sparse areas and you you look like you put your eyebrows up, up right yes because okay. I think it's like model-esque mm-hmm. and very chic okay so <laughs> I think them up. I think just looking at your brows I yeah. think you're cutting them too short okay okay because then you can like you know have that bushy look yeah bit, yeah but still you can arch it and whatnot okay
0: and you use a pencil what
2: brand of pencil um, okay, so I really love this Elf one, which is crazy, oh. it's so good, and I mean, obviously Anastasia's great. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have her Me pencil too. and her pomade, Yeah, but I feel like the pomade's hard to use. I don't use it You pomades. know what I
1: just learned from a friend of mine is Vaseline to put,
0: oh. to just hold your
1: eyebrows in place, which does not make it hard which I think a lot of the other gels do and I I don't like how that feels on my face Vaseline and it also gives like that model-esque look where it's kind
2: of like shiny yeah that sounds great and
1: Vaseline on the eyelids
2: yeah and unless you're really oily I'm already like oily okay maybe not Mm. then do you do that you have it on right now
1: no I don't but I just learned this from a friend of mine
2: yeah I love that trick
0: Mm -hmm um wow well I just feel so enlightened both in business and in beauty
2: thank you thank you for
0: joining us where can people follow you
2: my personal is just my name Sona Gasparian and uh the brand is Persona Cosmetics give us a follow yes (laughs) follow her yes swipe (laughs) up
0: thank you we love you thank you bye